Waltney, Waltney Group, Remax Results. Welcome to Rochester Real Estate, featuring Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group Remax Results and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning. I'm Andy Brownell, News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. And joined, of course, this morning, this Saturday morning by Robin Gwaltney with Gwaltney Group Remax Results. Good morning, Robin. Good morning. Shaping up to be a beautiful Easter weekend, that's for sure. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Feels more like summer than Easter, but we'll take it. Okay, well, we've been talking, it seems like, for months about the lack of inventory, how there's such a short supply of homes for sale in the market. Uh, I guess, do you have anything that's out there right now? Okay, so it's funny you would even bring that up because normally on a holiday weekend things go pretty quiet. You know, people are busy traveling and having family over and they're really not interested in looking at houses. But the new houses that we do have on the market are booked solid for showings today. So it's it's crazy. Um, We actually had one that we put on the market Thursday um, over at 1130 Peregrine Drive. And it was the, you know, very nice little house, three beds, two baths, two-car attached garage, fenced backyard, everything that everybody likes and, you know, perfect for a first-time home buyer or just a young family. And it was listed at 225 And, of course, legally I can't disclose what it sold for, but I will tell you that we ended up with 15 offers. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, so even though we thought we would have that one available today, we finally just called it quits last night because after 35 people have been through it, it's like, really, we can only sell to one person, right? right? So and I suppose that person feels like they won the lottery at this point. Exactly. And, you know, that agent also feels the same and they just feel relieved because, you know, you get beat up and you get beat up and you go 10,000 over and 10, 15,000 over and you still don't get a house. And it's just really discouraging. And I want to talk a little bit about that a little bit later in the show. But I just want to try to guide people and help people understand the chaos. (laughs) But I do want to talk about some of the other new listings that we do have that are still available. Great. Okay? Yeah. We have one at um, 801 12th Avenue Northeast, and that one came on the market yesterday, was booked solid for showings, and booked solid again today, and that one is 194.9. It's a three-bed, one-bath, one-car garage. Is that kind of over by Quarry Hill, that area? 801 12th Avenue. Um, yeah, it's, it is over in that neighborhood. So, yeah, that's awesome. That one will be another hot, hot one. Yeah, that's under two hundred thousand. Goodness. Uh huh. It, it, I can guarantee you it won't sell under two hundred thousand, but it's listed under two hundred thousand. Okay. okay. And then I have one. We have this new thing. I think I've talked a little bit about it, but it's called the coming soon status. Right. So what we can do is we can put all the information out on the websites. You know, whether it be Realtor dot com or. Um, you know, whatever people use, Zillow or Facebook or just the MLS, we can put it out there and we can put the price and we can put the address and we can put the photos, but then we have to put a start date, okay? And nobody is allowed to show that property before that start date. Not even me, not even the listing agent. So we have one at 2010 Cary Drive Northeast 
that came on as coming soon on Friday. And we're going to actually open it up for showings on Monday. They didn't want to be um, disturbed over Easter the holiday. Weekend, yeah. yeah, exactly. And they just want people to see, and they know it'll be chaotic because people can start reserving showing appointments and they're already seeing them coming in. Okay. So that one is a beautiful two story, four beds, three baths, three car garage. Ooh, nice. It was built in 2016. But when you walk in, it feels brand new. The people are meticulous. I mean, it is what you call a realtor's dream. So it's like a brand new house, only the extra things like window treatments have already been done and landscaping has already been done. And so, you know, there's a lot of pluses. And that one is 559.9. So did I tell you the address? 2010 Cary Drive? Yeah, Yeah, Cary Drive, yeah. Yeah, so that one will be available to actually get inside and look at. On Monday. Um, on Monday, but you can go online now on our website at gwaltneygroup.com or whichever other website you use for real estate and find that one and take a look at it. So if it's something you want to get into, you can certainly call me for a tour or if you're working with a realtor, of course, call your realtor. Um, and I have something that this this is kind of a unique property in the sense that sometimes it's hot, 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 and sometimes they sit. And that's the Rochester Towers. Oh, sure. Okay. Because this is the time of year where they're usually hot, 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 because a lot of families will come in and rather than paying, you know, absurd amount of rent for their son or daughter who maybe got accepted to Mayo Medical School or is maybe coming to Rochester to do residency, they will often buy these units and use them for the three or four years or five years or whatever they're going to be here. And then often, if they don't end up staying at Mayo, they will either keep them and use them as a rental and rent them to other students or other residents, or sometimes they'll just sell them and somebody in the same situation will often buy them. So I have one um, up on the 10th floor in the Rochester Towers building, and it's awesome because it's right on the corner. So it's actually rated as the best view in the whole building. Oh, and and it just those, gives you yeah, they have those gorgeous. fantastic windows in that place. Oh, my gosh. And so you can be in the dining room looking out at Assisi Heights, or you can be in the living room looking right down 2nd Street and you know off to both sides. So it's, it's really beautiful. And that building just replaced the windows. Right. So those windows are really awesome. And this particular homeowner did a redo. So he gutted the kitchen, put all new cabinets, all new appliances, new flooring throughout. Um, Very, very nice. He had all the new, all the wood trim replaced. Everything's painted. Beautiful. So, yeah, that one, I think, just went on the market um, yesterday. And so hopefully uh, some lucky med student or resident or whoever is going to end up there. And that one's $299. That's, I mean, that's as, about as downtown as you can get, right? Oh, there. that's as downtown as you can get. And yeah. that one is a two-bed, two-bath, and does come with um, one indoor garage stall. So that's what I have for inventory. Um, well, it's been a while since we've actually been able to share inventory. Actually. Yeah, well, because <laughs> it, it comes and goes. And I can promise you that when we speak next week, probably all of these will be under contract. Sure. I mean, it's just that's how it's going. And it's it, it sounds like it would be great. But in the end, I have to tell you, it is causing 
a lot of chaos. A lot of stress, too. I feel like, you know, as professionals, we really are and should be monitored for our professionalism, right? And I feel like we should be held to a high standard. And I feel like people are getting so frustrated because sometimes they'll see something online that says this house is available and then they'll call us and say, oops, sorry, it's already sold. And it's like, well, why does it say it's available? Or sometimes the realtor will say, we'll take showings through Saturday. And then you go to make your appointment for Saturday and find out that it's sold Friday. So there's a lot of, um, and there's more to it than what it looks like. It just looks like, oh, that guy was a skunk. But maybe what happened is an offer came that was so good good on Friday that the seller said, listen, I don't want to wait any longer. I want to take this offer. And the truth is the seller always has the last say. But I feel like, yeah, I feel like sometimes if the general public doesn't really understand what's going on, it puts us as realtors in a bad light. And we have to work really hard to protect that. Let's talk more about that, um, about what's going on. So people do have a better understanding of how chaotic this whole thing is. We'll come back and we'll chat some more with Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group Remax Results here on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Hey! So, you getting a tax return to Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back and good morning. Andy Brownell again with Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, Remax Results. And we started talking about, you described as chaotic, um, the current market for real estate in town. And one of the thoughts I had when you were describing the coming soon home and making appointments how is that is i mean is all you know what the cartoon bubble that pops in my head is robin this is almost like getting your covid shot trying to find those appointments it's pretty much like it yes and it's funny that you even bring up covid because when when clients come to me and and i can give you an, an actual example i had a lady call me um probably a few days ago and she's just at a loss because she's been renting for five years. She's a single mom. She's got a couple of just beautiful daughters. And she said, you know, I'm sick of paying, you know, all this money out each month for rent. And I I have a good job. I work at Mayo and I think I can buy a house, but I have no idea where to start. And she said, I get on the phone and I call about houses and they always say it's sold, it's sold, it's sold. And she goes, I'm getting so discouraged. So the reason she got me was she was calling on a listing. And so after I you know, engaged in the conversation with her and said, you know, I think it's going to be best if you just come in and we can sit down and I can kind of explain this whole madness to you, how it started, how it got to where it is and where I feel like it's headed. And she's like, oh, my gosh, that would be so helpful. So she was in my office yesterday and. I said to her, all right, I'm going to basically tell it to you in a story, and I'll, I'll do the same thing, okay? Okay. So the real estate market was very healthy, very normal, 
sellers were getting anywhere between 97% and 100% of their asking price. It was, you know, going up and up and up. And before COVID, it was really, if the house was priced right, they were getting 100%. They were selling pretty quickly, sometimes in multiple offers over the matter of a couple of days. It was a very, very healthy real estate market. Then came COVID. All right. So how did COVID affect our real estate market? In a very broad sense, it, it had a huge impact on our market. So first things that happened is a lot of people who had thought about moving said, uh, no, we're not going anywhere because we don't even know if we're going to have a job in a couple of months. So we better just hang on to what we've got. Or they thought, this is not a safe time to be traveling across the country looking at homes in Florida or having somebody come through my house here. So maybe we'll stay, excuse me, maybe we'll stay in Rochester for another year or two. So plans changed because of COVID, okay? Mm -hmm. So just that aspect gave us less inventory because those people had decided to stay. Well, then we always get a certain amount of our inventory from new construction. Well, new construction slowed down. Why did it slow down? For a lot of reasons. Sometimes the actual plants where they were, you know, the lumber mills closed down because there was an outbreak in COVID or the people who were shipping things across the country slowed way down, got way behind because of drivers out with COVID or because people were being laid off. So everything just kind of slowed down. And then all of a sudden we have um, a shortage of building supplies, which of course, you know what happened then. Drives right? the price up. Drives the price up. So now the price on those building supplies was crazy. So even the people who had planned to build or wanted to build said, ah, we got to put the brakes on. We're not going to be able to build right now because it's so expensive. Instead, we'll buy something. Oh, shoot, there's nothing to buy. So everything just kind of stayed at a standstill. This could have been, honestly, the making of a disaster, an economic disaster. It could have been like a, a man-made and not really man-made, but, um, you know, pandemic-made, um, what am I trying to say? Uh, what's the word I'm trying to well, say? Just, Depression. Depression. Oh, sure. You know, I mean, it could have been just, everything could have just been done, stopped. But then, of course, the feds got involved with the interest rate and said, we've got to have something that's going to continue to drive our economy. There has to be something that's going to keep churning that real estate market because that's what's going to be our stabilizer. So with the rates so low, people are like, ooh, man, we weren't really thinking about moving. We were going to hold off. But, you know, now it's getting better and people have had shots and, you know, there's fewer cases. And, yeah, I think we're going to go to Florida because we want to lock in at that rate. Or they said, you know, yeah, the building costs are up, but the interest rates are down. So it, you know, it equalizes it sure. and it makes it fine and affordable. So it's like everything is waking up and people are moving. But there's also that whole big pool of buyers that weren't homeowners that want to jump in. And now there's not enough inventory for all of them. So inventory is just so scarce that um, I think we have 
Well, that one I was talking about that was on the market for 24 hours. In 24 hours, had 35 showings. That's so exciting. You know, and, it's, it, and then, you know, I'm watching all these, like, chat rooms from realtors saying, this is crazy. What's going on? When is this going to stop? How can we make this better? And when you think we have it bad, I hear of somebody that has it worse. You know, like, I, I think I talked about this on one of my previous shows, but I have a friend that's a REMAX agent out in Boston. They don't allow agents to set up showings. They simply put a house on the market on Friday. They do open house from noon to five on Saturday and noon to five on Sunday. That means that house is available for 10 hours. And during those 10 hours, you come to the open house either with your agent or if you're not working with an agent, then you come and get in and work with the agent that's there listing the property. But either way, they only allow a couple of um, clients in the house, depending on the size of the home, at a time because we still have to follow the COVID regulations and and just for the sake of the seller. You know, you don't want to have people just trampling in, right? So whoever gets in in those five hours gets in. If there's still a line of 40 people trying to get in, they don't extend the open house. They just shut it off. So my friend told me that she had buyers fly in from Louisiana to Boston, and the whole weekend they were only able to get into four properties because of these lines. And in the end, they chose the one they liked the best, and it was a $600,000 house, and they wrote an offer for $700,000. Oh, wow. And they did not get it. Oh, my gosh. So now they have to go right back to square one. So, I mean, yes, it can be really frustrating, but it's worse elsewhere. And so at least here we are getting, we are starting to see more and more inventory and, you know, more and more builds. Every time I drive by and see basements going in, I'm like, thank you, Jesus. You know, we we need more houses. Wow. Well, we have to take another break already, but... uh the perfect storm is what you just described in that story. Exactly. Good exactly. Okay. Uh, we'll be back more with Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, Remax Results here on News Talk 1340, KROCA, AM and 96.9 FM. We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340, KROCA, AM and 96.9 FM. Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning. Welcome back. Andy Brownell with Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, Remax Results on News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We were just talking during the break about that crazy Boston story. That is, um, yeah, that puts it <laughs> yeah, in perspective, so though, doesn't it? I mean, it's, it does. And so things could get worse, but I feel really hopeful that's not going to be the case. I really feel hopeful that that we're kind of seeing the most hectic it's going to be and that it's going to start to level out. Because I think the more and more people that have, you know, here in Minnesota, we're getting our shots so fast. It's so awesome. And especially here in Rochester and Olmstead County. So I feel like people are starting to feel like, okay, you know, I do feel back to normal. I am okay with having people come through my house. I am okay with taking the job across the country and moving across the country. I am okay with just moving up to the lake now because now that my uh, job has been moved to permanently home, I don't need these two houses. I mean, there's lots of things that are making people just get up and do it. And so we're going to see more and more and more inventory. I feel very, very confident about that. So are you still hearing from people who are a bit nervous about 
having people in their homes? Is that uh, it's still? gotten a lot better. I mean, I still have clients that say, you know, will they certainly follow the COVID, um, you know, like sure. rules? And will they still not be touching everything? Will they still use the hand sanitizer? I, I, absolutely. I mean, it's still very much a real concern, and we're still taking it very seriously. Well, but it also sounds to me like there's, it's going to take quite a bit of time to catch up because the demand is that so much stronger right now than the the supply so what we need is we need some big new housing developments okay we need some big new housing developments we love all these cornfields they're all beautiful and great but (laughs) hopefully some of them are going to become big new housing developments because we need them yeah and it's and the irony of this is that's part of the perfect storm is that the slowdown in new home construction it just seems counterintuitive that that would be taking place with such high demand but that's it's more than just the building supplies as you said there's still so many people got out of the business of building homes during the financial crisis you know 10 12 years ago that we still haven't the capacity to build homes hasn't gotten back up to speed yet either and the subs that are working are working their tail ends off. Yes, and, of course, their prices are not getting less, okay? I mean, they're getting more and more and more for their labor, and I'm certainly not begrudging them no. because I know how hard they're working, but it just all plays in. It's all part of the puzzle. So back to my gal that came in because she was clueless. I mean, she was like, I don't understand, and I feel so defeated, and I haven't even started. And I said, you know, it's very legit. So after I talked her through that whole thing, told her that whole story, I said, all you have to have is a guide. It's sort of like if you want to climb a mountain and you've never done it before, it doesn't mean you can't. It just means don't go it alone because it's going to end up as a disaster. But if you have a guide who knows how to take you up that mountain, you'll make it. So it's so very important. People say to me, oh, this must be a great time to be a for sale by owner. I'm like, only if you're crazy. (laughs) Because if you put your house out there for sale by owner, and all of a sudden people want to come in there every minute, and then all of a sudden 16 people want to buy it, and now you are left to try to sort through those offers and know what to look for and what not to look for and which one is actually going to appraise and which one is actually going to go through with the financing it is it is it would be like hiking a mountain for the first time without a guide i would not recommend a for sale by owner especially if you're the buyer but i wouldn't even recommend it for the seller at this point in time at oh, all no. i mean i, I had oh. a client no you go ahead no as i say i mean you're right on the surface it sounds like yeah this would be perfect because the demand's so high but you just pointed out you'd have 12 different offers spread across your kitchen table Mm-hmm. With all sorts yeah. of different contingencies or this, that, and the next thing. and Right. <laughs> I had a client recently call me, me to list his house. And he said, um, I was going to do a for sale by owner. And my buddy said, what do you think your house is worth? And he said, I think I could get 310 for it. And he said, my buddy said, oh, I think you better call a realtor because I think you can get a lot more than that. Ah. So he called me and I said, oh, my gosh, I think we'll list your house for three fifty nine nine, and we'll probably end up selling it for three seventy nine nine." He said, are you kidding me? I said, no, he goes, and I was going to put it on the market for three ten, just awesome. to save his commission. But guess what? He would have lost a lot of money. That is a good point right there. The 
you're not always saving the commission, right? Right. On either end of the arrangement, you're not necessarily saving anything at all. One of my favorite stories about that, saving the commission, I've told you this before. My dentist of many years, I was there getting my teeth cleaned, and he said, Hey, Robin, I'm going to put my house on the market. I said, Oh, great. Are you going to list it with me? And he said, No, I'm going to do a for sale by owner. And I said, You are? And he said, Yeah. And I said, Well, I'll tell you what. How would you feel if I told you the next time I have a toothache, I think I'll just take a pliers, I'll reach back in there, and I'll just yank that baby out? And he's like, that would be a bad idea. And he said, what day can you come over? <laughs> because use a professional, get that professional service, yes. and get the the absolute most you can. But not only that... I don't think people understand how much stress comes with this job. And sure, if you're working with a good real estate agent, a good broker, a good, you know, somebody's guiding you, you might say, oh, buying my house wasn't stressful at all or selling my house wasn't stressful at all. It's because we take on that stress or we eliminate that stress. So we make it seem seamless. So that's what we're supposed to do. That's our job. It's not supposed to be stressful for the buyer and the seller. You have this whole administrative staff who's there to take care of all that keeping track of paperwork and dates and times. Yes, you're exactly right. Reminders about getting the cable TV hooked up and all of that business. And when the inspection has to be done, this is the deadline. When the contingency has to be removed, when it has to go into underwriting, when that final underwritten approval has to be provided, when is the appraisal done, follow-up, was the appraisal good, did it appraise for the amount we sold it for? I mean, there's lots and lots of things that we do behind the scenes to make those real estate transactions fun and exciting because that's what they should be for our clients. And everything is moving at light speed right now because of the way the market is. It sure is. Well, if you are in the market, want to get in the market, if you have one of these homes that could be on the market and up for sale in this red-hot market, how do you get a hold of Robin Gwaltney to get this thing home? Have you be the guide? Have you take the stress away? Absolutely. Would love to do it. And my cell phone number is 507 259 4926. All right, Robin. Thanks again, and have a great rest of the Easter weekend, and we'll talk to you next Saturday. Same to you, Andy. All right, talk Robin. To you soon. Robin Gwaltney with Gwaltney Group Remax Results on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 969 FM. Mayo Clinic Radio, Omaha.